0: We'd like to welcome you to our Emergency Freedom Alerts for March 8th, 2021. Gonna just get right into it here with the uh, Rotating Our Prayer, Strategic Warfare Prayer, and then gonna be doing a study today that is particularly the first part, so mind-blowing. And a lot of this information, some of it I have covered, but we'll see how it relates to the actual day and times we're living in. Just absolutely mind-blowing what we're going to be covering today i'm going to go ahead and just start us out with our strategic warfare prayer father in the name of the lord jesus christ we nullify dismantle cancel and forcefully oppose all satanic operations maneuvers manipulations subversions strategies tactics plots plans ploys that are designed to hinder prevent frustrate foil or deny or delay god's original plans and purposes from the quick and speedy manifestation taking place in their correct time and season. We rebuke and dismantle all satanic alliances and confederations worldwide. Let every covert and clandestine effort and endeavor fail. Cause the news media to be caught in their lying and manipulation so that the truth is manifested. We decree that every satanic strategy of inhibition, prohibition, and limitation placed upon the body of Christ by the dark side shall not prevail. We declare all invisible and visible walls of opposition, restriction, and delay will be exposed and destroyed. O God, confound the devices and evil plans of the enemy that they have crafted, so that their hands are not able to perform their evil enterprise. Save those that can be saved, O Lord, but those that cannot be saved. Overtake them in their own crafty and devious ways. Let them fall into their own pits that they have dug for the righteous. Let the fire of God devour them. Let them turn turn on and consume one another and have them in total confusion and derision. We loose the hosts of heaven to war against the hosts of darkness, to bring an end to all deceptive and secret, destructive measures designed to destroy all of God's creation and defile the world. For this reason, the Son of God was made manifest that he would destroy the works of the enemy. We overrule all the strategies, tactics, and curses of the enemy by by the power of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and his shed blood. We overthrow spoken words, enchantments, divinations, spells, hexes, vexes, curses, charms, witchcraft prayers, and every idle word spoken contrary to God's original plans and purposes, according to Isaiah 54, 17. We reverse the curses associated with these ceremonies, rituals, and utterances, and their plans to bring about a chaotic, bloody revolution in America and elsewhere in the world, and to usher in martial law and the New World Order. We decree and declare that their plans shall be uncovered and shall not prevail, and their plans shall be frustrated and unable to achieve any impact, and their threatenings and violent verbal dealings are returned on them 100-fold. Father, we humbly ask you to reveal every hidden agenda, plan, and cover-up in the secret shadow government regarding their attempts to manipulate end-time events, leading to the destruction of your Christians and the innocent. Send divine, powerful, angelic forces against their diabolical planes to frustrate and expose them so that they will be dismantled. Dispatch legions of warring angels and any other kinds of angels that are necessary to enforce your perfect will on the United States of America and the rest of the earth. Release your divine strategies and revelations upon the righteous "...upon any righteous person in government worldwide, fill them with your Holy Spirit, and cause your divine wisdom to come upon them. Cause them to be a holy trumpet, shedding light upon the dark secrets of the wicked. Send a spirit of confusion amongst the camp of the enemy. Let their tongues be divided, and when they communicate, let it be incoherent and misunderstood. Arrest those that operate in the spirit of Jezebel or Belial, and all the other wicked spirits, and cause them to be caught in their own lies and conspiracies. Let them not be able able to resist the spirit of truth... Or gain any ground in the natural or spiritual realm cause every spirit that is released from their diabolical assignments to be cast into the abyss until which time they are then cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place please cause these prayers and all future prayers to take on the characteristics of divine projectiles in the realm of the spirit so that they hit the bullseye let the laws that govern this prayer and all the spiritual warfare strategies and tactics be binding by the word the blood and by the holy spirit we seal this prayer in the name of the lord jesus christ we pray amen so i'm just I'm, i actually was praying that prayer at the same time this um the, the one day fast that i talked about last week that a listener of mine was uh posted and he's actually on air live right now unfortunately there's not very many people watching according to at least what youtube is saying um i don't know but i, I hope that a lot of you out there were able to do that one day fast again i did i did my one day earlier this week for this and um because it was really the only viable time for me to do it and then to try to do a study in the midst of it i'm I'm gonna be like a zombie i I don't do well um you you typically fast before you go into battle and for me it's it's when i'm doing a study and i need energy and i need clarity of thought it's usually a really bad time to do a fast but um fasting and prayer is really our main tools to uh defeat the enemy whether it's in things that are going on in our own life or not jesus said when you fast he didn't say if you fast or if you ever fast He, he said when so it's something that really we should be trying to do on some kind of consistent basis as the lord leads and um um uh, anyway, I, w- I was hoping that there would be better um, numbers for him. But then again, I know YouTube lies a lot as well regarding numbers or whatever. Uh, I just hope we all understand the, the severity and the seriousness of what we're heading into here. <laughs> this is what I i guess my biggest thing to my listeners. That we really need to take um, this thing seriously. What we're moving into. Because like the the information that I have to cover today is so shockingly mind-blowing uh that i can hardly comprehend what i'm going to be presenting to you it was particularly in the first part Uh, and i will say the satanists the occultists the luciferians they're taking this very seriously i don't really think that obviously 501c3 people um that are in some lukewarm environment or whatever are probably doing that and i'm not saying my listeners aren't um I guess I'm just here as a watchman to reiterate that that um, we're we're moving into the end times. We're moving into the times of, of Revelation and Daniel and Second Thessalonians chapter two verse three and Matthew twenty four and elsewhere. And we're right on. The, we could be right on the cusp of, of the tribulation story. We could be right on the cusp of World War III. There's really not not a lot that needs to happen for for that to really proceed forward. There's not a lot... I mean, I understand there's things prophetically. But there's not a lot holding that up from what I'm seeing. From the current events that I'm covering. Now, um, the first report... And I'm just going to be honest right off the bat. This whole... uh, A lot of this first part is going to be viewer discretion. It's going to be... uh, These are devices of Satan that I do believe you need to know about. But if there's children around... Um, somebody that really can't handle this level of information you know you may want to pass on it Uh, it's it's up to you but it's heavy duty i again i try not to i mean like i saw a report the other day about the um cannibalism that goes on in like hollywood and and how they've got literally underground restaurants where they serve people and things of this nature. And I mean, they serve human beings. <clears throat> I think cannibalism is going to really mark a lot of what we're moving into. Because it's one of the lowest, most evil things that man who is created in God's image can do to one another. Consume another human being that is created in God's image. And this is why they're putting the aborted fetal cells in the vaccines, guys. Virtually all the the leading candidates, all the ones that people are getting injected with, Pfizer, Moderna, the Johnson and Johnson, they're all cultured using aborted babies. And they they have to get more and more aborted babies to make, to actually use. It's not just from one aborted baby back in like 1968. They have to replenish those lines with more aborted babies. And I'm gonna get into that today. I've got into it in, in times past. But when you take a vaccine, it's and I've heard other Christians say it's a form of cannibalism because you're, you're getting, you've got cells from aborted babies that were sacrificed being injected into you. It's, it was used as a, as a culturing medium for these kill shots. And that's just one aspect of the kill shots. Satan is trying to get us into a state of cannibalism, whether we know it or not. And this is why the Bible talks about not being ignorant of Satan's devices, lest he get an advantage of you. You see how crucial that is? I don't know what kind of curse you bring upon yourself when you take a vaccine that has been cultured off an aborted baby, but I know it can't be good. Not to mention these things are rewriting your DNA. And I do believe also, putting nanotech in your body and a host of other evil things, because that's just that's just a few of the things that they're doing. There's all kind of other ingredients in these in these kill shots. The first report: is Satanic temple in Texas files a lawsuit demanding religious right to sacrifice babies through abortion. So we've we've come to this point where you know these are the kind of headlines we're just going to be reading now religious right to sacrifice babies through abortion we're just we're basically just one small step away from actually having this being being legally done in public they're doing it uh they're trying to get it done through the abortion clinics and listen this is being done in abortion clinics they just want it codified into law most of the time, any sick, disgusting, twisted devil that would own an abortion clique, they're witches, they're warlocks, they're occultists. Not only are they making money off the killing of the babies, but they're also performing in, not every case, obviously, but in people that are willing, women that are willing, or maybe, let's say, breeders that are in covens that... um are impregnated and then the baby is sacrificed upon birth or maybe it's uh delivered and then um via or maybe it's aborted i don't you know i don't know all the particulars of all those things but these abortion clinics are being used for that under the cover of darkness obviously they're not going to advertise that they're probably not doing that type of activity during business hours but after hours yes most likely uh not most likely it is going on I've, I've read accounts of people being brought up in satanism and that this was a common occurrence if, if you uh, just key in abortion in the keyword search box at contending for truth i mean i've done all kind of studies on this the leaders in charge of the satanic temple in texas are suing the lone star state for not allowing them to perform abortions on demand which they claim is their religious right Texas informed consent laws, these Satanists claim, are a violation of religious freedom because part of worshiping Satan means aborting human babies as a sacrament. Similar to how Christians take communion or get baptized. And this is true. That one book that I've quoted that that um written by that one. Uh, lady it was it was the abortion side and, and she basically said she was a witch and she said you know my religion is holy ritual child sacrifice and she sacrifices her these babies to artemis so they will get pregnant on purpose just to sacrifice the baby to whatever deity whatever fallen angel that they're Wanting to get favor or power from, because that's the ultimate way to get favor and power in the satanic kingdom is to sacrifice your children. Molech, Chemosh, these are all deities that were in the Bible where they, that they sacrificed children to. Artemis, Lilith is another one. There's others, but those are some of the big ones. Texas informed consent laws, these satanists claim, are a violation of of religious freedom because part of worshiping satan means aborting human babies as a sacrament similar to how christians take communion or get baptized murdering unborn children is what satan demands but satanists in texas are prohibited from performing abortions without an abortion facility first providing informed consent to women at least uh, 24 hours prior to the procedure So evidently they don't want you to have any kind of informed consent because that's going to obviously mean that a lot of women aren't going to abort their child. This includes requiring abortion facilities to do an ultrasound and share the unborn baby's image with the mother as well as provide an informational packet about the abortion, fetal development, abortion risks, and resources for parenting and adoption. I mean that's the yeah I mean obviously I think it should all be illegal but that's the bare minimum that they need to do. The lawsuit was filed on behalf of an anonymous Texas woman who is pregnant, uh, who claims the Texas abortion laws infringe on her religious beliefs to kill her child, essentially. <clears throat> and then the Satanic Temple spokes demon lucian greaves which you know you might want to add that devil to your prayer list he said i'm particularly interested to see how your blank attorney general ken paxton replies to this because he likes to march around the nation taking issue with other state other states issues back in august the satanic temple of texas proudly admitted that part of its belief system involved the murdering of babies as a sacrament to Satan. That same month, it, was, it also held a raffle to raise money for this and other planned lawsuits. The winner of the raffle was given a free abortion as part of a ritual that affirmed the choice of women who get pregnant to murder their unborn children in the name of, quote, woman's health. It's just mass murder on a global scale every day you've heard about the four thousand babies every day in america that get aborted but if you extrapolate that out worldwide the statistics i've seen from official sources were around a hundred thousand babies worldwide every day because you you look at the american population it's pretty small in comparison to the seven plus billion on planet earth 313 million is a, is a, is a very small comparison to all the other women getting abortions on planet earth where that's available. So can you imagine God looking down on planet earth? And every single day there's 100,000 abortions going on that you know I I don't know give or take whatever. 100,000 infant innocent human babies that are created in God's image sacrifices going on every single day in in Old Testament times there was nothing that could even remotely resemble those kind of numbers maybe they did it in more of a gruesome way like you know the, and I'm not even gonna describe the way that but and then you've got things like the r84. You know, are you what forty-four? I don't know. That abortion morning-after pill, that's an abortion. You've got the IUD, which creates an inhospitable uh, environment in the uterus for a fertilized egg to implant. Now I understand they say, well, yeah, but it it won't. The sperm won't get past the IUD. I I don't believe that. The main the main way the IUD will surely work is. By not allowing implementation of a fertilized egg, which is a conceived, which the conceptions already take place. Life begins at conception. God said in his word that before I formed thee in the womb, I knew thee and ordained thee a prophet unto the nations unto Jeremiah. So before he forms us in the womb, he knows us. So you got all those, who knows how many per day on IUDs? Who knows on the uh, morning after pill? Who knows on all the um <clears throat> hormonal contraception the pill the patch all those those all also can be abortifactive in nature meaning they can allow successful implementation implantation of a sperm to the egg going up the fallopian tube to the ovary but what happens is like the iud in a similar way it creates an environment in the uterus that will not allow for successful implant, implant, uh, implantation into the wall of the uterus because it's hormonal-based. The uterus, ha- the, the uterus. you can only get pregnant um, so many days out of a month in a normal woman who's not on a hormonal-based birth control, okay? Um, there's only a certain time of month that that can happen. What the hormonal birth control does is make sure there's no time a month that that can happen. So you can have successful implement, implantation of the egg, fertilization of the egg, and it comes down the fallopian tube, but there's the uterus is not hospitable. So the baby is essentially aborted. I believe if life begins at conception, you know, then that's that's also those are also abortions in God's eyes. So who knows how many babies are being aborted every single day worldwide. Only God knows this, the true stats on that. Now, I'm the only person I've ever heard bring this up ever in preaching, what I just told you, ever. I've never heard a preacher ever talk about all the parameters that I just went in. Doesn't mean I'm better. Doesn't mean I'm whatever. I'm just saying I'm the only one that I've ever heard ever. And I've been a Christian since 93. Now I I do believe the the a big reason for that is the preachers aren't educated on this, what I just told you. You get into how does birth control work? You get into that type of thing. And most of them aren't educated but that's by design on purpose too, because they don't like to get in the, the seminaries don't like to teach the blood and gut stuff that would drive people away. Maybe from, I don't care about any of that. If I had half my listeners leave because of what I just said, then that was God's will. Now I don't want that. I'm not asking for that, but I'm saying Galatians 4 16. Am I, am I therefore become your enemy? Because I tell you the truth. And I would say that's, that's on you. It's not on me if that happened. It's not what I want, it's not what I'm striving for, but I love you enough to tell you the truth. I've been talking about this for years. So when you've got that much innocent blood, which is really, if we boil down every single evil, wicked thing going on on the planet, and then you've got all the actual, literal, overt human sacrifice going on of babies, by satanists by occultists by luciferians by non-human entities because human babies are are a preferred source of um and children are a preferred source of food for every wicked evil sect you can possibly imagine i mean the wickedest man that ever lived you know um, alistair crowley talked about children and stuff like that i just can't imagine god looking down from heaven what he's uh feeling about all this and how i would imagine angry and the judgment in these types of things but anyway um so they they held a raffle to to give a free abortion It's part of a ritual that affirmed the choice of women who get pregnant to murder their unborn children in the name of woman's health. The ritual goes like this. Before the abortion takes place, surgically or medically, a member of the Satanic Temple will look at her reflection. I guess in a mirror, which they use, mirrors are used a lot in Satanic ceremonies. And they look at her reflection to and and they're reminded of her personhood and responsibility to herself i guess you don't worry about the baby you're getting ready to kill you just worry about your personhood and responsibility to yourself you take deep breaths focus on her intent and make her and make herself comfortable this greaves guy added who really needs to be thrust down to hell as soon as possible May God annihilate this devil from the pit of hell. He's the same guy that's trying to get the satanic Baphomet. Well, and has got the Baphomet statues and like near the state legislature near the state legislatures and stuff like that. Then it goes on to say, when ready, she will say the third and fifth tenant of the temple aloud, whatever that is. The third tenant affirms a key platform of Satanism: "Do as thou wilt," which again. Where did we first hear about that? Well, really, in modern day times, it's Aleister Crowley, the one that's influenced all of the rock and roll singers and we've talked a lot about in times past. Do what thou will should be the whole of the law. That's where they're, they're trying to bring this society today. As long as it's evil, do what thou will, really is what it really means, though. If it's wicked and evil, it'll be codified into law and will we'll make it legal. See, Satan knows that God has to judge this, and he wants everybody killed off. So Satan is trying to bring us to this point, so God will annihilate the masses, so to speak, through his judgment. Now, I'm not saying that's ever gonna um, happen to the point of where like he's gonna kill the remnant and all this other stuff. We have the book of Revelation to look at in Daniel, and you know, obviously there's there's people on the earth. In those days but then you've got all the judgments in revelation which is probably where that process happens to a large degree um, we, we may have major judgments prior to getting into the tribulation as well um, but he's trying to get us to curse ourselves essentially so that we will bring on god's wrath and judgment by doing these things that the church a lot of times says little about now they might say stuff about abortion but the other stuff that i mentioned n- normally they're not going to get into that and again it doesn't mean i'm better it doesn't mean i think i'm mr whatever do know I, I don't mean it that way i'm just i you know to whom much is given much is required i've been shown a lot and i need to i need to put it back out there <clears throat> so that you're not destroyed for lack of knowledge um so the third tenet forms a key platform of Satanism: Do what thou as thou wilt, except in all the context of women. Except in all the context of women getting an abortion. The fifth honors science as the be-all, end-all source of truth in the world. Uh, well, well, how does science support this? You're killing a human being. It's murder. It's premeditated murder. How does science support that? Urging Satan worshipers not to distort scientific facts facts to fit one's belief. What, like life begins at conception? It is the same platform of the Democratic Party which worships science, abortion, and lawlessness. In fact, the the Satanic Temple might as well be the Democratic Party as the two entities share the same beliefs. But unfortunately, the Republican Party is just another side of the same wicked coin. I don't mean all the people in it, but I'm saying it's right left problem reaction solution hegelian dialectic you know the whole thing so then we have this report babies are aborted for vaccines placed in refrigerators alive until they're ready to be murdered and this is done to harvest cell lines used in many vaccines including almost all Really, really, all the, the the COVID vaccines we're seeing now, at least in, in America, they're all cultured off-aborted of of babies. And you've got show, gigantic shows and, and all these preachers out there trying to say, oh, it's no big deal. That baby was from 1968, he don't got nothing to do with nothing now. Like a curse can't carry from that point and the thing is is what they're not telling you is they've got to keep aborting babies for that whole process to keep happening and satan loves it and he loves keeping you in the dark and he loves not i don't mean so much my listeners but humanity especially people that call themselves christians he loves keeping them totally in the dark and destroying them for lack of knowledge because they're ignorant of his devices he loves it eats it up like cotton candy um this is from life news which is catholic okay so i, I i'm not pointing you to life site news but they do have a lot of really good reports on this particular subject cell lines derived from aborted and i've covered this before this isn't the first line i've covered it just one more yet yet one more um high level uh person uh biologist pamela acre who has a master's degree in biology um and wrote a whole book on this called vaccination a catholic perspective now grant i'm not pointing people toward catholicism catholicism okay but again this is an area that a lot of catholics do have a pretty good grasp on cell lines derived from aborted babies used in the production or testing of various vaccines including a number of covid vaccines most likely came from babies who were aborted alive and according to the general practice, as outlined in medical literature, may have been placed in a, a fridge. Well, they got to say a fridge. It's that's too, uh, I don't know. It's just, that's too like blase. It's, it's 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 not. The severity of this, you know, I, I just don't think you should use a word like that. Anyway, refrigerator. While still living, where they awaited dismemberment. Before having their organs harvested, a researcher has found. Remember, you sign that organ donation card on your driver's license. Well, guess what? Now you're especially if you're of the right, you know, age, and they've got you've got something they want. You might end up in, you you might end up dead in a hospital and from something that you should have easily recovered from. Oh, oops Daisy, something happened. He's dead. Well, he's not dead yet. He's in a coma. And um, they go in. Oh, he signed an organ donor card. Imagine that. And they go in and they cut you open while you were alive. Without anesthesia. Because they can't. The anesthesia would taint the organs. That's the only way they can get viable, fresh organs. Where they can get maximum value for when they're selling them. Because they have all these little systems in networks where they'll say, "Oh, that guy got a kidney from a, you know, twenty-five-year-old male, and here's his blood type, and oh, okay, well, th- it's worth this much." If the person's dead; it's not worth anything. They've got to get it from live specimens, and they cannot give you anesthesia, just like they don't give the babies any any anesthesia before they chop them up to get their organs for whatever cell line they're trying to create from vaccines that's how organ donation works it is wicked and vile I know that there's people out there that have said yeah but you know my uncle or I, I know just understand though how they got the organs just please I'm sorry but that's what they've got to do well not in this case they let them die and and then they hearten that doesn't work that way doesn't work that way sorry doesn't now, I understand if you had somebody that was brain dead and literally couldn't feel anything, yeah, you know, I get it. I understand. But I'm just telling you there's a lot of very, very shady, evil stuff that goes on in the organ. And just key in organ donation in the keyword search box at ContendingForTruth.com. We have done studies on this. You Those movies, Coma, I think there was a, maybe a coma one. A coma, but, well, that gets into it. It's a satanic racket. A lot of the, the children that are, are sacrificed in these rituals, you know, that that's another reason. They'll harvest the organs when they're alive without anesthesia. They love it. All of these are satanic practices is the, is the point I'm trying to make. They turn them into that. So... You know, again, I'm not like condemning anybody that's ever received an. Or- I got a ligament from another person in my left knee from 1989 when I got that surgery to fix a torn anterior cruciate ligament. And I, I don't understand why, why he would have to be alive for that procedure, but maybe was I don't know. So it's it's not like you know I'm not, I'm Mr. Above the fray and I've not, I, I've got one. <laughs> now, granted, I didn't. You know, I was unsaved, had no clue about any of what I'm telling you now. But um, anyway, um, biologist Pamela Acre, who has a master's degree in biology from the Catholic University of America, who recently authored a book titled Vaccination, a Catholic Perspective, uh, related what the literature says about how babies were aborted to obtain cell lines used in a number of vaccines. Now, this is what they openly admit. This is not conspiracy theory. This is what the medical literature openly admits. If you actually just dig at all, she said a number of these abortions that were done in that way were termed abdominal hysterectomies in medical literature so in some cases the women were actually being sterilized in the process as well so they were they were aborting their baby and they were being sterilized just do a hysterectomy just take out the uterus and the ovaries and fallopian tubes and the whole nine yard you don't need them anyway even though those are hormonal producing things god put them there for a reason there's going to be side effects if you just remove those from somebody and i understand some people they have to get it done i get it i understand but it's typically because there was some nutritional breakdown could be a generational curse too could be something like that yes and there could be a genetic component i'm not saying that's not a factor either um that's a whole other subject (laughs) there but um They maintain a sterile environment because you don't want any contamination of the tissues with any kind of foreign agents, any bacteria or viruses or anything like that. The babies were, and in some cases, the uterus as well, removed from the woman and without even puncturing the amniotic sac, which is in the uterus, which has the baby intact still placed directly into a refrigerator where it was kept for no more than 24 hours now i don't understand how a baby is going to survive in a refrigerator for 24 hours but that's what she's saying so these babies were literally placed into a refrigerator alive and then stored between one and 24 hours until they could be dismembered basically and this is right there in the scientific literature Aker made these comments during her February 19th presentation at an online conference hosted by LifeSite News titled Unmasking COVID-19, Vaccines, Mandates, and Global Health. There's a link to it here. You can probably watch it if you want. I'm giving you the cliff note version, which is what I pretty much do for everything. So that's why I always post the links to these reports I'm giving you, because you might want to go way more and explore a particular topic that I'm giving you. Well, as I have for the last 15 years, I give it all away for free. I give you a customized PDF that takes me right up to the point of um, doing the study, it takes me that long to prepare the thing. It would, it would be like doing a, a really hard custom term paper that's highlighted and bolded and, and, and all the main information has been condensed down every single week one of those is due for me 20 30 pages and that's not including me having to answer all the health questions all the ministry questions all the orders that i have to process um all the research that i have to do to constantly stay on top of the current events the newsletters that i post i mean it goes on and on and on um i'm not complaining i'm just saying that's what i'm doing and i've always given it away for free and now i guess the trend from what i'm seeing is that if you really want a really important information all the people going to turn into media are doing this now here join restricted republic and and pay whatever 50 bucks or 100 bucks or steve quayle's doing it and dave hodges i think they they all have their own little private okay this is where you've got to go to get The stuff that's uncensored. and I get it. I understand. I guess. But I've given it away for free for 15 years. Plus you get a PDF every week. And I've never charged for any of it. Nor will I. And I've always had my own platform. So I don't have to worry about YouTube saying you can't say that. Or some other platform saying you can't say that. I don't know. Just to me that's what always made sense. And I thank God you know, for particularly my listener Tim that really helped to make all that happen by creating contendingfortruth.com. And it was perfect timing because Sermon Audio was kicking me off because I was way getting way too many views on Sermon Audio and really creating a lot of waves with their 6,000 plus pastors, most of which were 501c3, many of which were baptist in i came out of the baptist movement one of the movements but i was getting into some subjects that were very non-baptist approved like what i'm talking about right now this this type of stuff i'm not saying baptist i'm talking about that they're against abortions but i'm talking about really getting into this what's going on with this stuff Because most of the churches now, most of the 501c3 churches are silent. At bare minimum, silent on the vaccine issue. If not in absolute, complicit lockstep with it. Telling their congregations to do whatever the government's telling you to do because of Romans 13. A a bastardization of Romans 13. Which I've done, you know, study on. Just came Romans 13. When the government or any entity is a force for wicked evilness romans 13 doesn't apply okay it doesn't i mean jesus christ and all the apostles died because they wouldn't go along with what the government was telling them to do because it was better to please god than man so they just lost their lives and were tortured in horrific ways and then you have fox's book of martyrs and all the martyrs that weren't going along with what the government was telling them to do either But no, in today's day and age, the 501c3 church knows better and just do whatever the government says. Take your kill shot, social distance, wear your masks, go along with any satanic agenda they tell you because they're always a force for good just like Hitler did when he got into power. He told all his preachers in Germany, you go, you, you preach Romans 13, the bastardized version of it that says you've got to, okay, so I guess Hitler was righteous and I guess Stalin was right. And these are all ones that, you know, could have used that. Hitler did for sure. That I shouldn't even have to do the work that I'm doing, but the modern 501c3 lukewarm church doesn't talk about these issues or matters. Or the the all the horrific garbage that's in the kill shot. Now, I'm not saying every single person. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to make a blanket statement, but I would say the vast majority aren't doing it. And, and if... Could you imagine if they actually grew a backbone and a spine and actually started being good Bereans and like the men of Ishikar who were understanding of the days and times that they were living in and stop being hirelings and being actually true shepherds that actually had love for their sheep? Could you imagine, you, you could you could change everything in very, very short order because there's a church on every corner, basically in America almost not every corner but a lot there's a lot thousands and thousands but they're not going to do that they're not nope unfortunately got to get us into the tribulation got to get the book of revelation and daniel and second thessalonians the great falling away and the apostasy matthew 24 you got to get all that that's all going to happen so if you're hearing this information, you're, I mean, you're a very select part of the remnant that is actually educated on these issues and on these matters. Not not to say I'm the be-all end-all source of information, but there's not a lot of people that call themselves Christians that, that know a lot of this info or want to know because they have no love for the truth like the Bible says in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. They hear a little bit of this and they're like, "Woo! I no, I'm out. I'm out." At this point, I have an e- almost an equal number of people subscribing every week and unsubscribing. Subscribing because I'm probably getting a lot of exposure from a lot of the things that I'm putting out. But they get a little whiff of something they don't like to hear. They don't refute it. They're out. They're gone. I'm too. I'm a little too whatever. So these babies were literally placed into the, into the refrigerator alive and then stored between one and 24 hours until they could be dismembered. And this is right there in the scientific literature, she said. Aker spent about nine months in a lab a decade ago working on a project to develop an HIV vaccine, which they created also, that was all created, with a grant provided by guess who, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Pure evil. There they are again. Well, Bill and Melinda, I tell you, Hellfire and the Lake of Fire is going to be really fun for you. I mean, so much fun. It was when her team decided to use the H E K two nine three. That's the kidney cells from an aborted baby. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that in a sec, or a little bit. For the project, that she began to question her involvement. As as a Catholic, you know, because that is one of the areas that they're they're pretty pretty good on biblically. I'm sure there's exceptions, but I'm just saying that you know doesn't mean I want to yoke up with Catholics. Pray for their salvation, but this is one of the areas where they will you'll see them a lot. Okay, go to you. I mean, I've been to like the Planned Parenthood things, and there's a lot of Catholics there typically. Now next report and this is from a i've covered this in a previous study but this reaffirms what we just talked about this is from a listener sent me this human diploid cells and vaccines human diploid cells are the aborted babies it's their it's their way of whitewashing it you go you go get a pdr you look up mmr measles mumps rubella and you look under culturing medium and it'll say human diploid cells they, they whitewash the term. They don't want to say aborted babies. They call them human diploid cells. Human diploid cells and in vaccines, including virtually all of the COVID-19 vaccines, are chopped up babies. Stanford University sets that straight. Here's a link here to the graphics that I'm posting from um, this Dr. Cedar Rio. Pn, assistant professor of department of microbiology uh human diploid cells and it's it's a I, I anyway i give you a couple different graphics you can look at here fact human human diploid cells or aborted fetal cells can only be subcultured 20 to 50 times before they no longer produce viable cells needed for the vaccine so they have to be replaced with another aborted baby after every 50th vaccine is given another aborted baby cells are used to produce this vaccine ingredient know what they're secretly putting inside your body that is an abomination to our heavenly creator regarding the aborted baby fetal cell lines stanford university says the limbs were minced quote and i I give you the actual technical paper here i'm not gonna it's it's technical if you want to read it it's right there okay so then we have this new startup bite lab harvest human tissue to make meat products like salami and stunning harbinger of the cannibalism that's coming they're getting us overtly ready trying to get us overtly ready for the concept of eating human bodies we're already getting them injected into us with a vaccine. Now I'm not, and I'm sure my listeners aren't, but most of humanity is unfortunately tending to go that way. Unfortunately, if you if you grew up and, and you had a, a chicken pox or an MMR or you know um, a lot of the vaccines out there that I've gotten in times past, you've you've had those. Those are cultured off aborted babies. Now, obviously, it would depend on how old you are and, and what shots you've had, but it may sound like the ma- the makings of a bad science fiction movie—a company that harvests human tissue to make meat products such as salami. But a new startup called Bite Labs is claiming to want uh, claiming to want to make human test tube meat a reality, and they want to use celebrities to do it. I'm sorry, this is written a little bit. Disjointed here. Here's how it will work. According to the Byte Labs website, a sample of tissue contain, containing myosatellite cells, the type of cells that help repair and regrow damaged muscle tissue, will be taken from a person like Ellen Degenerate, who seems to be the main one they want to put in front of you. That probably, a, I, don't, I don't know what Ellen is transgender, possibly lesbian, whatever whatever I've, I've seen different theories but a absolute total evil devil on two legs okay that's that seems to be the main one that seems to be the, the picture i keep seeing popping up so these myosatellite cells will be taken from a person during a biopsy these cells are multiplied in a lab using a medium that acts as an artificial blood to grow muscle Once the cells are mature enough, they will be ground and mixed with different kinds of meat, spices, fats, and oils for flavor using one of the company's time-honored recipes for the creation of fine cured meats. So this is cannibalism. It's just a more palatable... That's probably a bad word. A more... um, for some for some they would call it more palatable and i know no i guess no pun intended or pun intended but it doesn't seem as is quite as gross as chopping that person up you know what i mean it's it's a more sophisticated i guess i should say more humane form of cannibalism So yeah, the cells, once they're mature enough, they will be ground and mixed with different kinds of meat, spices, fats, and oils for flavor using one of the company's time-honored recipes for the creation of fine cured meats. It will then be stuffed into casings, seasoned again, then dry-aged and cured from the pack- for packaging for distribution. Can you imagine what they're going to charge for this garbage? This satanic devil meat? From the LA Times, we read, at the moment, our primary goal is to provoke discussion and debate about topics of bioethics and celebrity culture, said Martin from Bite Lab's team. He says he wishes to remain anonymous at this time due to the controversy surrounding the focus of the company. We see inefficiencies, environmental hazards, and ethical problems in the world's food production and distribution. And I'm not saying there's not. I'm not saying there's not that in like factory farming. I, I, I'm i not an advocate for that either. I, I've, I've always told my listeners, if you can possibly do it, try to, try to eat organic. Try to eat like local grown, raised, like grass-fed beef and at your local farmer's market, that type of thing. Factory farming's horrible, but they've made it horrible almost by design on purpose so they can point to it and say it's a disaster. Therefore, we need to bring in this type of technology. We need to bring in our frankenmeats and our you know, meats grown off soy or whatever, all these impossible burgers and, and garbage you're starting to see in the stores now. And then this type of technology. Um, <clears throat> so I'll, I'll read that last line again. We see inefficiencies, environmental hazards, and ethical problems in the world's food production and distribution. There are exciting opportunities to disrupt these industries while operating new ways to consume celebrity culture consume celebrity culture are you serious i would imagine it's going to taste like human meat we're going to discuss that in a little bit what does human meat taste like from people that actually Have consumed human meat. The company outlines how this, and I reported on this company a long time back when they were first getting started as a startup and we weren't really sure if it was actually ever going to really happen. But evidently, it is. The company outlines how this type of test tube meat would eliminate environmental and ethical concerns associated with livestock production, claiming its celebrity meat production would require less than one percent of the farm land used in traditional farming. The site also notes the lab meats will not be affected by growth hormones or come into contact with any pesticide or chemicals. Yeah, huh? yeah, it's true. Oh, they're going to make it sound like the next greatest thing since sliced bread. As far as the celebrity angle, Bite Labs is hoping they can use celebrities to warm people up to the idea of consuming their meat. Yeah, that's where we're at. Now, a lot of times when I'm preparing a study, things will start coming together and start coming together. In this study, things started moving in a very cannibalistic type of direction regarding covering the subject of cannibalism and i have story after story after story just all pointing in that direction just some bible verses on cannibalism because the bible has a lot to say about it ezekiel five ten. therefore the father shall eat the sons in the midst of thee and the sons shall eat their fathers and i will execute judgments in thee and the whole remnant of thee will i scatter into the winds okay in other words when you look at cannibalism cannibalism is usually the last thing that will happen to a society when god when they come under god's most severest judgment from what i can gather now i'm not i'm just giving you some verses i'm not giving you the context of every single chapter i just don't have time to do that today but i do kind of want to read a few of these um Isaiah 9 19 through 20 though through the wrath of the Lord of hosts is the land darkened and the people shall be as fuel of the fire. No man shall spare his brother meaning you're going to be killing your family members and he shall not snatch on the on the right hand and be hungry and he shall eat on the left hand and they shall not be satisfied. They shall eat every man the flesh of his own arm. And I'm assuming that because of the wrath of God and because there's no food, they're they resorting to cannibalism. And you typically, you will only see this when God, like it's God's most severest judgment from what I can gather. Jeremiah 19:9, 9, and I will cause them to eat the flesh of their sons and the flesh of their daughters. I'm like, I mean, this is as bad as it gets and they shall eat everyone the flesh of his friend in the siege and straightness wherewith their enemies and they that seek their lives shall straighten them i'm just i'm looking there's a whole bunch here i mean the bible i mean <laughs> micah three one through four and i said here i pray you o heads of jacob and ye princes of the of the house of israel it is not for you to know is it not for you to know judgment who hate the good and love the evil and i i would say israel is is um for the lot for a large part into that classification right now i'm i'm also going to say for the large part america and elsewhere is lining up with a lot of this i'm not saying the remnant body of christ But in general, I'm talking about people who hate the good and love the evil, which is normal now, right? Isn't that normal? Who pluck off their skin from off them and their flesh from off their bones. Who also eat the flesh of my people and flay their skin from off them and they break their bones and chop them in pieces as for the pot and as for the flesh within the cauldron. This has been done overtly out in the open. It's been done in Papua New Guinea for a long time. We're gonna talk about that. And elsewhere, I'm sure in, in satanic ceremonies underground. Oh yeah. And they shall cry unto the Lord, but I, but I will not hear them. He will even hide his face from them at that time as they have behaved themselves ill in their doings. So when you get to this point, in other words, what that's telling me is when you get to that point where you're resorting to cannibalism, you know, chopping everybody up, throwing them in the pot, eating them. He's not going to hear your prayer if you're into that. There, You look at Jeremiah 7, 11, and 14. There are times when the Bible says, do not pray for this people because I will not hear you. And that was basically when they were sacrificing their their sons to, and their daughters to Moloch and Shemesh. And they, and they were acting as though God gave them clearance and blessings to do such a thing they were so demonically possessed that they thought that they had every like they were doing good by doing that maybe they thought they were sacrificing them to god and he required that but it said it never even entered into god's mind to require such a thing no they were just so demonically possessed to the toenails and so deluded that they got to the point where they where they thought well we're yeah we'll sacrifice our sons and children unto god or whatever that's how deluded people can get. How satanically deceived they can get. A Psalm 106, uh, 36 through 38. And they serve their idols, which were a snare under them. A snare is like a trap. Yea, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto devils. Well, it's really no different than going to an abortion clinic and, and getting up an abortion in that case it's usually typically to the god of convenience now the occultists that are working at those the witches and the warlocks that are working at those are vampirizing the human sacrifices whether you know that or not they're they like to do it overtly but they're not only gaining the monetary benefit but they believe they're gaining the power from all the human sacrifices taking place at their facilities So it says they sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto devils and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan. And the land was polluted with blood. 100,000 every day? that might be very conservative. You could maybe double it with all the other factors that I said. I don't know. Only God knows the true statistics. Uh, I don't even like to think about it because it's like i can't even imagine <laughs> anyway um now and then i saw this stuff that deborah Tavares released about prions a lot of people emailing me about that the next part is entitled cannibalism kuru um Kreutzfeldt-Jakob is, I believe, the proper pronunciation. Disease. Or CJD. Kreutzfeldt-Jakob. Okay. Disease. Or also known as CJD. Prions. Papua New Guinea. And Mad Cow Disease. This film... Tracks the remarkable personal journey of Michael Alpers and tells the fascinating medical detective story that led to the discovery of the fatal brain diseases Guru and Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease and the pathogens called prions that cause them. Now, I'm just going to play this little clip here. You can watch the whole movie. It's up there. I actually um, just got done watching it. And this is just the trailer. Now, it's it's an old movie. It's called Kuro Medical Detective Story. It's not, it's not from a Christian angle. It's from a very scientific angle. They don't get into the sorcery aspect and the witchcraft aspect of it very much at all. Because they're trying to come at it from a scientific standpoint. But I do believe there's a lot of demonic evil witch, sorcery that goes along with this. Australian scientist, Professor Michael Alpers, has dedicated over 50 years researching Kuru, an incurable brain disease unique to Papua New Guinea. Kuru was a new disease that was killing lots of people and was a complete mystery. But this obscure disease found deep within these jungles holds the key to unlocking vital information for understanding two of the world's most frightening diseases, mad cow disease and its human form, variant CJD. Quite clearly, now the outbreak of variant CJD is very closely entwined with Kuru. And although now we're looking at the tip of the first iceberg in Europe, what we're learning from out here is there's much more to come. It's a medical detective story that unearths cannibalism. <laughs> Okay, now they're interviewing a lady from Papua New Guinea, and they were, they interviewed two other people. And what she's saying here is she says human flesh tastes very sweet. The other two guys that they interview say the exact same. They say it tastes way better than chicken or beef. It tastes very sweet. Like, in other words, it's the best tasting meat on the planet is basically what they're saying. And these are people that have done it. She said the skin doesn't taste so good. But the meat underneath is very sweet. The world of sorcery. Now, you, a white man, you think that Kuru is a disease but i've seen my father make it he said this is sorcery and i couldn't agree with him more now i do think there's a physical component but there's probably a, a well there's also most i don't even want to say most likely there's there's also a demonic curse component that runs with it that is something that is part of it they go hand in and And one that is far from over And who could believe that 50 or more years after kuru investigation started we'd still be looking for cases it's showing a lot of the people and what happens to them and it's just a very slow degenerative horrible death they lose coordination they lose all their faculties to walk and to really take care of themselves until they just are basically like bedridden and writhing around in agony a lot of the times. So, Akur, the science and the sorcery. Now, I'll give you a link a little bit later in the report. Now, um, mad cow disease more correctly known as bovine spongiform encephalopathy encephalopathy, or bse okay is a transmittable disease that affects the nervous system of cows the human version of the disease is known as variant cjd okay which is what we just talked about is thought to be contracted by consuming beef products that contain part of the animal's affected nervous system such as the spinal cord and the brain As cattle processors seek to maximize their profits, the possibility of seeing a rise in the incidences of mad cow disease increases greatly. Now, there was a guy before, and he was known as the Mad Cowboy. I couldn't find him anymore. I used to be on his email list for a long time. And that was when the mad cow disease thing came out. That was a long time ago. I can't find him anymore, but I I remember that his big, big, big premise, and it's been proven to be true, was that like if a cow died um they would and let's say the cow was diseased and he died and it was just horrible well they wouldn't they couldn't sell that to like um i don't know like the the average people that are buying beef because it was a diseased cow okay but what they could do is sell it to a rendering plant And the rendering plant would take, like, the whole cow and grind up the whole cow, brains and all, nervous system and all, and um, mix it with whatever to make, like, these feeding pellets that was then fed back to the cow. Now, might have been fed back to other animals as well. You know, I know they do the same thing with, with pets. Pets that are dead, like at the Humane Society. They'll take them, flea collars and all. Flea collars alone, uh, there's a report I just saw this week how that's given cancer to so many of pets. Doesn't matter if it's cat or dog. It gives cancer to pets and their owners. Untold many cases on that. Just another report I saw this week on it. And they'll take a euthanized animal with all the poison in them that they use at like the Humane Society, They'll take the pet, flea collar and all, and grind it up at the rendering plant. The whole animal. And that's also used to feed back to animals in the livestock industry. Uh, again, I'm not there, boots on the ground, seeing this, but I have read that this is common practices. I don't know if they've cleaned this up at all or what, but um, it has been done sure so the cow and again this is where we get mad cow disease would be then to maximize process profits would then be fed this rendered cow food that actually has the whole ground up cow and maybe other animals in it fed back to the cow and they're, they're not meant to eat meat they're meant to eat grass they're not meant to eat corn either you're corn fed I always use that in a joking term, but cows aren't meant to be fed on corn. They're meant to eat grass. That's the best meat. It's the healthiest. It's got the best fatty acid ratio, which is way better. Okay. They feed them corn, though, because corn packs the beef on, you know, and they'll feed them GMO corn to boot. Well... At least at one time, if not being done now with these rendering plants, they would feed these whatever food pellets that could be ground up cow. And then the cow ends up getting this BSE. Okay. Which is the human equivalent. This mad cow disease is what it is. It's the human equivalent of the creutzfeldt Jacobi disease. Okay. Or CJD, variant CJD. I know it's a little complicated, but I'm trying to make it all sense, which is very basically the same thing as this Kuru that these Papua New Guinea people have been, you know, getting this. Going back to antiquity and guess what they do? They're cannibals. Or at least they were doing it. Supposedly they aren't now. But they were um, when they would die. somebody would die they would eat them and they believed that that was releasing their spirit to wherever okay and primarily the ones that were eating them were the women and the children because the men believed that it it wouldn't help them if they had to go into battle they believed they would make make them weak i just watched the whole documentary on this i watched that documentary from the trailer that i just played so it's it's pretty fresh in my mind and Um, The women and the children were the ones developing Kuru. Now, in 1960, I believe that pretty much stopped. But there were latent cases that kept developing. How how prevalent it is now, I don't know. Because that documentary was a little bit old. But when they stopped eating the dead bodies, the children stopped getting it. Because they weren't eating any dead bodies. And they would eat the brains, and they would eat, you know... I mean, they'd eat the whole body. They'd grind up the bones and everything. Eat it all. The only thing they wouldn't eat, I think, was the hair. And each different family member would get different parts of the body depending on who you were. The aunt got one thing, the wife got one if it was a or the husband got one thing if it was the wife died, and they would get like one would get the hands, and it's just you watch the documentary. It's how they practiced their religion. And it was sorcery. So This all relates to mad cow disease and the whole nine yards, okay? Loss of coordination and depression are early signs of variant CJD, which is the human version of mad cow disease. The result of it, which is probably, very, and it's very, very, very close, if not the exact same identical things to Kuru which they have in Papua New Guinea, the results of the exposure to contaminated animal nervous system tissue. Now here's the link to the documentary, Kuru, the science and the sorcery. Now I'm just telling you, I'm not saying it's for everybody. There's a lot of nudity. And I mean, the guy, it was archival footage from like the wherever and all the women are going around bare breasted. Okay. Way too much information for me. Okay, but yeah, they're they're in there, and I'm just warning you that that's the case. I wish it wasn't, but it is. Anyway, um, so okay, I set all that to now merge into this. This is the alert that Deborah Tavares put out um, yesterday or the day before. Emergency alert: mass murdering of humans in progress. Now she's got like a two-hour, two and a half-hour video up there with that one lady, Stephen Banoon's wife. Yana in, i believe um and I, I didn't have time to get into all that this was all last minute stuff i put in here but it's the mass murdering of humans now in progress COVID 19 rna-based vaccines and the risk of prion disease now the prions are what causes the variant cjd okay which is the human version of mad cow which is basically when they the the, the guy came to the conclusion that the symptoms of kuru of cannibalism were identical identical to this creutzfeldt Jacobi disease or variant cjd which is the identical version of what occurs in like cows as mad cow disease so they're all related okay well how do mad cow how, how do the cows get mad cow well they eat contaminated nervous system parts the brains and the nervous system which they were never meant to eat. God never intended them to eat that from these rendering plants and they're fed this feedback to them. Okay, well, how do humans get Kuru? Well, they cannibalize the bodies and and eat the bodies and eat the brains and everything else. Grind it all up together and eat it. So it's cannibalism that's actually causing this. What is the mechanism by which mad cow... Okay, which causes this bovine spongiform encephalopathy, BSE. Or what is the mechanism that causes, Kuru, what is the mechanism that causes the variant CJD? Well, they're called prions. Prions are what cause this. And I'm going to get into that right now. Mass murder of humans now in progress, COVID-19 RNA-based vaccines, and the risk of prion disease. The vaccine, this is Deborah Tavares' latest, the vaccine is a bioweapon and even more dangerous than the original infection. Analysis of the Pfizer vaccine against COVID-19 identified two potential risk factors, including prion disease in humans. Uh, Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease or or variant CJD is a degenerative brain disorder that leads to dementia and ultimately death. Well, it's, it's way more than dementia, but the individuals experience problems with muscle coordination, personality changes, impaired memory, judgment, thinking, and impaired vision. And all of these things just continue to worsen and worsen and worsen until you die. And there's no known cure. Insomnia, depression, unusual sensations. As illness, as the illness progresses, people's mental impairment becomes severe. They often develop involuntary muscle jerks called myoclonus. They may go blind. They eventually lose the ability to move and speak and enter into a coma. Pneumonia and other infections often occur in these individuals and that can lead to death. Some symptoms of CJD can be similar to symptoms of other progressive neurological disorders such as Alzheimer's and Huntington's disease. CJD causes unique changes in the brain tissue, which can be seen at um, autopsy. And this is where we get the spongy part of it. The, the the brain starts to look like it has these little tiny holes in it. Okay, like a sponge would. It produces more rapid deterioration of a person's abilities than Alzheimer's or most other kinds of dementia. dementia. And there's a little link there you can click on if you want to know more. Oh, this is the study that this lady did. Okay, where uh, she kind of proved this. Okay, um, let me just see if that's mentioned here. Yeah, so so a lady did. Was it a lady? Let me let me just click on this real quick. Yeah, and the study and there's a link to it here. COVID nineteen RNA based vaccines and the risk of prion disease by J Bart Clausen. that was a guy, MD. Uh, it's all official. Clausen uh, Immunotherapies Inc. 3637 Rockdale Road, Manchester, Maryland. He gives his email address here. He's a, real, he's a real dude. It's very you know scientific. It's got its own research number, the whole nine yards. And it basically tells you his findings. And evidently that these COVID-19 vaccines can actually set you up for this prion disease, which to me is saying it's going to set you up ultimately for the cg the variant cjd okay the the which is basically that brain degenerating debilitating no cure disease so yet one more thing about the about the covid kill shots and this doesn't this doesn't necessarily have to happen next week this can take a while to develop See, they don't want everybody dropping dead right off the bat from getting this kill shot. They want they want it to be drug out. They want that to happen so that so that people will so that the maximum number of people will end up taking it. Um So I'm just gonna read you the very end of it, okay? It says finally, others working in the field have published additional support that COVID 19 vaccines could potentially induce prion disease. <laughs> Which is basically. The variant CJD. Authors found, and he says this is all referenced, everything in this is referenced, authors found prime-related sequences in the COVID-19 spike protein, which is what is in the vaccines, which were not found in related coronaviruses because, because the coronavirus is just the common cold. I'm telling you guys, they're putting this garbage in here on purpose, and I didn't even know about this until today. I told you about how it's rewriting your DNA. I told you about how it's cultured off aborted babies. I told you about how it's got nanotech. I didn't tell you how it's going to give you basically the equivalent of mad cow disease, prion disease, CJD. I didn't tell you about that part. You want to go see how you die from it? Well, just watch that documentary. Or I guess you could go up there and in, in, in say end in, in, in stage variant CJD death, what that looks like. It's horrific. Others have reported a case of prion disease, Critzfeld jacob disease, Kritzfeld uh, jacob disease, uh, initially occurring in a man with COVID-19. Many have raised the warning that the current epidemic of COVID-19 is actually re- the result of a bioweapons attack released in part by individuals of the United States government. Such a theory is not far-fetched given that a 2001 anthrax attack in the U.S. originated at Fort Detrick, a U.S. Army bioweapon facility so i'm just saying doesn't look too good one more horrible evil satanic thing that we're finding out about the vaccines okay now going back to the main report there is an old saying in medicine that the cure may be worse than the than the disease the phrase can be applied to vaccines in the current paper the concern is raised that the the uh, messenger rna-based covid vaccines have have the potential to cause more disease than the epidemic of COVID-19 itself this paper focuses on a novel potential adverse event mechanism causing prion disease which could be even more common and debilitating than the viral infection the vaccine is designed to prevent while this paper focuses on one potential adverse event there are multiple other potential fatal adverse events discussed below Uh, what are human prion diseases? we've kind of already went over that but CJD captured public attention in the 1990s when some people in the United United Kingdom developed a form of the disease called variant CJD after eating meat from diseased cattle. Scientific America says prion disease are caused by misfolded forms of prion proteins, also known as PRPs. This disease affects a lot of different mammals in addition to humans. For instance, there is scrappy in sheep, mad cow disease in cows, and chronic wasting disease in deers. Even though prion diseases do come in different, slightly different forms, um, they have a whole lot in common. In each disease, the prion protein folds in the wrong way, becoming a prion, and then causes the PRP molecules to do the same. Prions can then spread silently across a person's brain for years without causing any symptoms. Eventually, prions start to kill neurons, and once symptoms strike, the person has a very rapid cognitive decline. Most prion diseases are fatal within a few months, though some can last a few years. A lot of these people, yeah, in Papua New Guinea, were I mean, these was years it took for them to actually die. Prion diseases also are known as transmissible spongiform encephalopathies, or TSEs are a group of rare fatal brain diseases that affect animals and humans. They are caused by infectious agents known as prions, which is developed derived from this full report. This is just another definition of it. Um, okay, and then the the next report that I'm going to get into that I'm going to have to, I'll get into it in the next, is I, Dave Hodges put out a report today that said, watch Papua New Guinea. And I'm like, what? I just I just literally watched a, 51-minute documentary of this on this scientist guy that went over and spent decades in Papua New Guinea and figured this thing out. The way he ended up doing it was he waited for one of these girls in one of the villages to actually die. He got permission beforehand from the family and the villagers that if he could do an autopsy on her brain and take a little piece of her brain out, he sent it back to um, Washington, D.C. And... Um, injected the um i guess the brain material probably liquefied brain material into the brains of two different female chimpanzees the poor babies i felt i just don't like animal experimentation but they were trying to to see if this is something that um you know could be um induced in chimpanzees and yeah, it wasn't more than two years where they were exhibiting all the symptoms of it. And I, I don't know how long they lived or whatever. It showed the monkeys and they were it's it's in the documentary that I posted. So it is something that, that can be um transferred, evidently. And I saw this report on um today on, on Dave Hodges, which says watch Papua New Guinea. But it was totally different it's talking about ebola now i'm going to stop part one here because that's kind of a different thing and uh, I, i'm almost out of time anyway and i'm going to shift gears but now we're going to talk about ebola and Papua new guinea and all the stuff coming about out about that subject okay so god bless you and we will see you in part two